confronting the elusive labionasal, an anthropological linguistic study of the Big Hunters, Bizarre Grammars of the World, Volume 57, by Claude Sears Plain Pockets, from Volume 151, Number 3 of Speculative Grammarian, July 2006. Introduction the now well-known cliques found in certain African languages must have come as quite a shock to the first European linguists who heard them. Many of the sounds were familiar, of course, but the idea that they could be a component of language had to have been hard to believe. Even now the languages of Africa have secrets to share. Note the recent addition of right hook V to the IPA as the symbol for the labiodental flap found in numerous African languages. Perhaps jaded by too many inscrutable sounds in our undergrad phonetics classes, we linguists have collectively found that the labiodental flap, in which the lower lip is smacked against the back of the upper teeth, fails to properly shock. By rights it should be terribly shocking, a new and surprising kind of articulation. It seems uncomfortable, difficult, even unlanguage-like. It should be the subject of passionate debate and thoughtful arguments and counter-arguments not the humdrum subject of dry and dusty meetings of the International Phonetic Association and Unicode Consortium Committees. Dismayed by the lack of proper awe that language should inspire in its closest friends, linguists, I set out to find something shocking, hard to believe, secret, inscrutable, new, surprising, uncomfortable, difficult, and even unlanguage-like. We have all heard the rumors of the impossible articulation from the far, far north, our field's equivalent of an urban myth. We have all thought it merely an old professor's tale, told to keep undergrads from asking too many questions, or wandering around the phonetics lab late at night. But I believe all myths have some small kernel of truth to them, so I set out to hunt down the elusive northern labionasal articulation. In the wilds of northernmost Canada, I found phonetic riches beyond compare among a small, isolated, and little-known tribe, the Beekhonkers. Beekhonkersian would be a language isolate, as is the famously infamous Basque, if not for the closely related but much less exciting dialect spoken by their cousins a bit further south, the Little Hongersh. The grammar of these two languages is nothing special. Nonetheless, see my forthcoming publication in Semeticus Press's Patchwork Grammar series. But the Hongkersian phonetics offer something that puts the African labiodental flap to shame. Linguistic background. The big honkers have developed an unusual, probably unique, place of articulation, labionasal. Plosives, trills, and fricatives can be heard coming from between lips and nose of speakers of big honkers. The origin of the shocking form of articulation is not entirely clear. Rather, it is entirely unclear. Most speakers claim something along the lines of, it has always been that way in our language. However, this seems unlikely, especially given the unusual character of Bikon Kurzian. One of the most interesting facts about the language is that, unlike sounds of any other language, not just anyone can pronounce these labionasal sounds. This kind of fact is bandied about by poor students of both languages and linguistics as an excuse for their failure to properly pronounce the trilled R's of Spanish or the pharyngeal sounds of Arabic. Yet no single normal person is ever born and raised in Mexico or Egypt and unable to acquire these sounds. While there are no defective native speakers of Big Han Kurzian, it is clear that there could be, 
Unlike trilling R's or fricating pharyngeals, the basic articulatory move of the labionasal is quite clear because it is physically external and also quite impossible for me. While my failure to get down the timing and subtle positioning of the labio-nasal fricative would surprise no one, in fact I can't even get my upper lip anywhere close enough to my nose to form the labio-nasal stop. It is embarrassing, but linguistically important. In any event, the origin of this difficult articulation is entirely mysterious. Theories range from visual onomatopoeia mimicking of the facial expressions of a sneezing cat, though there are no cats within a thousand miles, to what I have labeled cold theories. Keeping the mouth closed conserves heat, expelling warm air onto the lips keeps them from getting chapped, etc. None of the theories are convincing, and the truth will likely never be known. Linguistic Data Despite the rock star-like quality of right hook V and the media blitz surrounding its official coronation into the IPA, I have decided not to introduce any additional symbols to represent these sounds at this time. Instead, I have decided to simply combine simple symbols in a mnemonic way tying M, a labial nasal, with superscripted symbols given the correct voicing and manner of articulation. Thus, M with superscript B is the labial nasal voice stop. M with superscript P is the labial nasal voiceless stop. M with superscript capital B is the labial nasal voiced trill. M with superscript beta is the labial nasal voiced fricative. M with superscript phi is the labionasal voiceless fricative. Some sample data in the form of a well-loved big Han Kersian tongue twister proverb is provided. The translation is, the easy seals are gotten by the lazy polar bear. Linguistic analysis. There really isn't much worth analyzing at this stage. This report is merely a preliminary announcement of the unusual articulatory facts of the language. A fuller account will be given in my forthcoming publication in Semeticus Press's Patchwork Grammar Series. Tentative Conclusions More research is necessary to unravel the intricacies of this system. Said research will require more and abundant funding. Claude Sears Plain Pockets, somewhere above the Arctic Circle.